Hey, what's going on everybody? It's the angry challenger of the new challengers and I am sitting here today with not one but two excellent people. I've got Dreaded over here. How you doing, Dreaded? Yeah. God just drop. Got uh, I got a lot of work to do, but yeah, I'm doing good. It's great. That's great. Good to hear. And who do we have on the show with us today but the one and only nameless challenger? What's going on, hey, man? Put some, res- <laughs> put some respect on the name. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Why you, we just invited you to the show, man. Just be cool, man. Just be cool. <laughs> Today, we're going to do a little something different. I know the dreaded went to Texas Showdown. And if you have not heard that was fun. episode 22, please go back and listen to that. It's fantastic. Great job. Once again, dreaded. Thanks, man. I have fun. But we want to bring it back to the soldiers, you know, because that's who we support. And we're in the USO doing our thing. We tell our stories. But good old Nameless here was there with us when we were doing it hard in the USO Kandahar. So, Nameless, tell us who you are. Tell us, tell us about yourself real quick. All right. The Nameless Challenger, but I'm better known as Xavius Muhammad, Sergeant right. Type. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I hail from the great city of Atlanta, man. You know, uh, joined the Army 2010, deployed and uh, met Jarvis in 2013. I didn't even know I was going to have an opportunity to play video games, but the USO brought that great, fantastic joy to my life while I was, you know, deployed. You know, because video games is my life, yes. man. Video games, yes. music, love, family, loyalty. Video games is like top five up there, you know. So, yeah, the USO gave me the opportunity to... Uh, to tickle my game need, man, my game theme. Matter of fact, like it was a tournament I heard about, and that's what even got me up to the USO, like a fighting game tournament. And I was like, yeah, that's exactly what I need while these bullets are flying at us and all this indirect fires hitting hitting the base. I need to let some stress out on other people virtually with my virtual fists. (laughs) So, yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty dope, man. Awesome. Very excellent. I'm so, I'm so glad that we were able to to have that because that's why we did it. Because you know people need that. So you were out there. How long were you out there for during that rotation? I was out there for nine months. It was like September, or October to like June or July. Or something. It was from fall to summer. Is when I was out there. So oh was man, a, I missed a lot of holidays. I missed Christmas. I missed New Year's. I missed my birthday. Missed my anniversary. My wife missed both kids' birthday. You know, all the important stuff. Oh, man. That's incredible. But you know what sad. you didn't miss? Yes, that is that is incredibly sad. And uh, that's just one of the many, like, sacrifices. That's, like, one of the main things. It's like you have to, they have to put your life on hold and let everything pass you by. Yeah. Uh, but you didn't have to let fighting games pass you by. So uh, there's there's a plus. Top five. That I did not. I got to dabble, man. Awesome. We appreciate your sacrifices there, Xavius. As always, you're out there doing your thing, and it was really great to see you in the tournaments. It's really good to see that you won that fight stick. I don't know if you still. I did. I won, man. You won it that was fight awesome. stick. I, I didn't believe in myself because it was a gauntlet. It was like five, six, seven different fighting games, and Jarvis helped me. Thanks, Jarvis. No problem. I, out of the fights, I were good at. I was good at Smash Brothers, relatively. I was good at Tekken. That's my stuff. But Street Fighter, I was never good at. You know, that was not my forte. Luckily, Jarvis seen it, and I explained it to him. Like, I just don't get Street Fighter. I get the concept. 
there are ways you can do combos on Street Fighter, but it's not like automatically press these buttons and they do it at their own time and you have to actually know like frames and you know link combos and crossover kicks and I wasn't familiar with that territory like two practices before the tournament and Jarvis basically had me a freaking master at Street Fighter so you know uh, thanks Jarvis that was all you man uh, that controller is like a p- two buttons belong to you, man. Two of those <laughs> buttons belong. <laughs> crouching medium kick, crouching heavy punch. Got it. Done. All you-, <laughs> all you need. All you need. Those are the those are the buttons. Yeah. So shout out to Adark. That was awesome. Yeah, appreciate that stick, Adark. We're so thankful for all the different companies and different people and individuals like GameStop and Adark and Hitbox that it contributed and gave gave stuff for incentives. To make the tournaments like uh, a lot on the line there, so shout out to those guys. Sound like a great time. We still need to get Mr. Adark on the podcast, Andy Lamb, but we'll get him eventually. Right now, we're gonna focus on Xavius. So, um, you you said you were sergeant type. Well, what do you, can you tell us anything like what you do? Man, I could tell you like here where I'm at now, North Carolina. I'm in the orderly room, so I do a lot of paperwork. But back in Afghanistan. I did everything. I I handled the Duke systems, which it jammed the signals so enemies couldn't use remote control IEDs on our convoys and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I loaded the threat load into them. I maintained them. I worked in the Seaburn like I was a Seaburn NCOIC, like the non-commissioned officer in charge. So that meant I uh, controlled the the protective mask for like just in case. It doesn't happen, but just in case they want to do a chemical attack, I pass out masks and tell them how to use it and tell them how to clear and seal the mask and wipe the skin and all that other fancy stuff. And I was also the combo rep, so I had to load all the radios with the comsec and stuff like that so we can be on our radios, on our convoys, without anybody being able to hack into our frequencies and listen into our conversations. And I also uh, uploaded the maps onto our BFTs and stuff. So we'll know where we're going, and we'll know what battle spaces we're traveling through. So just in case we got to contact the military in those battle spaces, we'll already have their addresses. I was pretty busy there, man. It was a it was wow, a pretty man. busy deployment. But yeah, between the time I had to do all that stuff, I still found time to play video games. So shout out to the USO again. Yeah, please, thank yeah, you. Yeah, so he's he's doing electronic warfare, chemical warfare, com combo, comsec, all the stuff. That's pretty impressive. So that sounds also very stressful. Uh, oh my god! And it, if anyone, and then it's like you go, you have all these long shifts, and at the end of the day, what can you do? There's not that much going on. So thank God for the USO. Nah, I don't know what I would do without it. Like seriously, like you guys are bringing this back. Like I don't know what I would have done without the USO, man. We were going on like 18 hour convoys, but leave at like six and come back at like 10 or 11, six in the morning. And come back at like 10 or 11 or 12 at night. And I'm like, oh my God. But the next day we'll have half a day off or whatever. So on my half a day off, what am I going to do? Like sleep? Nah. I'm going to go to the USO and like uh, practice my Hadoukens. So that's what I chose to do. Excellent. So that's great, man. I didn't know that you were doing all that stuff. That makes me feel kind of lazy. But, you know. <laughs> I do I do my thing and you do everything else. So that's good. Exactly. Thank you. Okay, that's so that's why they pay you the big bucks, you know. Yeah, you know, I I gotta specialize in doing nothing while you do everything. Yeah. Now you you talked about earlier you met 
our organization, the New Challengers, in the USO Kandahar. Yeah. So what was that like for you? It was, uh, I don't want to be religious. I'm not religious at all, but it was a blessing, what people would call it, to like have an organization or community of people, like-minded people, who were into the things that I was into, man. Like, who would have known you're going to Afghanistan to fight a war, and there in Afghanistan is this group of people who likes video games, if not as much, more than you do. You know, man, it was a breath of fresh air. It was it was pretty awesome to sit down and, and not just play video games and play with your normal NBA 2Kers, but play with people who study their craft to be better than the next person, just like you want to study your craft and be better than them. So it was uh it was really awesome. And awesome isn't even a good enough word to describe the feeling. It was it was pretty amazing. That makes me feel good. Yeah. That makes us both feel good. Yeah, I know uh, that don't just cry. the <laughs> trying to find that uh, Yeah, just <laughs> <laughs> but just the opportunity to play with other people to keep those skills sharp and to, to get better and stuff like that. That's a rush in itself, just to have a fighting game community to, to have a goal. And have a community to fight around while on your off time. It did a lot for me uh, mentally. Keep your skills sharp and and pass the time in such an exciting way. So, what all games kept you going over there? Where are your main your mainstays with the new challengers over there? So with the new challengers, man, Tekken was like a staple. It was Street Fighter Cross Tekken. It was Street Fighter Four, and you know sometimes we'll get into a little dive kick. You know that was our. Uh, or anybody can join, but it really goes down on Dive Kick. Like, don't, don't wait, get wait. twisted. You mean the one true game? <laughs> I mean, Dive Kick. I mean, the one and true. I mean, one where people's lives will be ended, friendships will be diminished. You're, you will not. You would not speak of this game without a certain amount of respect. I mean, deep only. Yes. Yes. I hope yeah. Keats listen. I'm going to send this to Keats because I think he needs to hear yeah. that. Dive Kick really was the game in the USO, and it still kind of is. The last time, my last rotation here before I left, one of the Romanians, he said, hey, can we do a tournament tonight? I know that's not on the schedule. And I was like, what do you want to play, man? And he just looks at me and he goes, dive kick. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That Still doing awesome. it. We get to our salty rematches on Street Fighter and it can go for hours. We can get into our rematches. And people didn't like rematches much in Tekken except for the strong Tekkeners. Because if you Tekken, you Tekken. If you don't, you really don't. So it's one of those games that only a, people, a few people are touching the controllers. But when you put in dive kick, when you press play on dive kick, a, a certain crowd of casual and hardcore gamers gather and you all like participate in this one. Like it's a one hit kill. I didn't have to do a combo. I didn't have to study and and get this technique down to a frame. You know, it's like. You will go down. There's two buttons. There's dive and there's kick. And you will go down if I get you right where I want you. You know, it's, I don't know. It it was something special. Shout out to the dive kick creators, man. You guys are awesome. I'm sending this to yeah. Keats. I'm yeah. sending this to Keats. Yeah, we had we had Keats on a, on a previous pod, so shout out to him. Go, go back in the archive and listen to that. 
that was really fun. We got to tell him about our love of dive kick, and he got to tell us all about KI. Yeah, just so, uh, but just yeah, so you man. know, just so you know, Xavius Keats was the creator of Dive Kick. We had him on a podcast, so I think that he would. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, I think he would enjoy hearing your comments. <laughs> oh man! Shout out to you, man. Keith, you made Dive Kick. You were awesome, bro. You are you are an amazing person. I hope you come back and listen to this and. You would have a fan, bro. Like, real talk, you made something that's awesome. And that's what we're all out here to do. We're all out here living, trying to create something awesome. And you achieved that at least once. I hope you do it again. Heck yeah, man. He's killing in yeah. KI right now. Yeah, that season three just dropped. And I just watched a bunch of it at uh, Texas Showdown. And the hype levels were real. I uh, Yeah, they were real. I was like, there's so much going on screen right now. It was good. Killer Instinct, um, man. Uh, yeah. Crazy. That's pretty insightful. <clears throat> I mean, we know you're a Tekken guy. We know we had that awesome Ike smash-off where you actually beat the champ. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I man. Ike is the dude Smash, man. You understand? Like, I like Tekken, but Smash Brothers is like my secret, my secret baby. It's like my side chick, man. It's like I don't, I don't want anybody to know, but she's hot though. My smash, my love for Smash is pretty, pretty hot. Only for Ike, though. We will tell and anybody. Link. I can link. They're like two guys, man. Okay, okay. I just I know you. that when you beat Travis in that free for all, and was Mello there too? <laughs> yeah, Mello was there. Because those two were like, they were the two gods of Smash at the time, because they would always go at it. But when you came in there and you were like, this is free-for-all, this is me right now, and you beat them both, (laughs) Mello is so salty. (laughs) This this isn't one-on-one. This isn't for the trick free. Like, one-on-one, it gets pretty intense. But free-for-all, Ike Sword is like the hand of God. You get in his vicinity... You fly off the stage. <laughs> and if someone feeds me you, because usually what it happened, someone would like smash somebody like halfway across the stage and I see them and I'm like, ooh, I got you. And I charge up a smash before they can recover. And it's like, <laughs> and they fly off stage. And, and, and it's pretty demoralizing, but I don't care because that's my style. I demoralize people. I was yelling a lot. I was I was yelling like mashed potatoes and biscuits. Oh man, I just mashed them out. Nobody knew what I was talking about, but I just kept going. Oh, amazing! That well, was good too, man. When Ike smashes, he smashes hard, man. That's what he has to do. He does what he has to do. So those are the games you played. Yeah. You got involved with the new challengers through our tournaments. Awesome to see you win this fight stick. Great to see you and Shay and your little rivalry and dive kick, Uncle Sen Shay, as we called him. Hey man, he, he legitimately almost got mad at each other over dive kick. That's why I love dive kick so much. But yeah, and Shay's a nice guy, but yeah, he got put down by Mello in uh, in dive kick with his Uncle Sen Uncle Sensei. I almost said Sen Shay again. But besides that, you know. <laughs> What would you say is your favorite moment in the USO or just video gaming out there? You're not going to like it, man. You're not going to like it. Oh, man. No, you're going to go say the... Oh, man. I know what you're going to... Go. Just say it. Just Lay tell... It I forgot about down. that. I forgot. I don't even listen, think that listen, Dreaded knows I, about this. I, listen, right? Lay it on I me. I told... 
Oh, I think man. I think it's before I the podcast started. I told you, man, it was probably during the podcast that Jarvis taught me how to play Street Fighter. Right? Oh he gosh. taught me. He right? learned me these things. We came down to a Street Fighter tournament, and it came down like I had to fight my way from the bottom. And freaking Jarvis was on the other side of the uh, tournament ladder, so he had to fight his way from the bottom. And we're fighting pretty competitive competitors you know we're fighting our way up and i'm looking and i'm like jarvis is making it i didn't i didn't i didn't doubt that but i'm getting up there there was even this dude who was using guile and he was smashing everybody with him and i beat this dude and it came down to me and jarvis me versus jarvis winner takes all winner wins this tournament it was something i have a feeling i I know why i don't know about this moment (laughs) oh my god should have been on TV. I'm not oh, lying Blood to you. Let's four. Listen. So it came right. down. I was the best. It was the best. Uh, the best of three. So whoever went two complete matches. So he wins one. Okay. I win one. He wins a round. I win a round. We're both at like minimal health. He had the kicking dude. What's his name, Jarvis? The I was dude playing. To jump on this other side. Of the stage Aiden. Kick at you. I had What's Aiden. It? Oh, okay, Aiden. yeah. Okay, he's going on Jaguar. Okay. Your first mistake. So, yeah. They're angry. <laughs> he Shut up. Went down, around. It's down to like we both have like one tenth of our health left. I'm on the other side of the screen. And I think I asked him before the whole even tournament started. I was like, hey, I forgot how to do um, reuse special uppercut. You know, the curve for curve for uh, all kicks. And he does the uppercut when he catches you. And he's like, no, no, it wasn't the Shinko Hadoken. It was that jawbreaking punch. It's not the Shinko Hadoken. It's the Metsu Shoryuken. That's who sure you can. Sorry, sorry. Sounded like a sure. uh, my, my bad, my bad, my bad. I know you're Tekken, you're was, Tekken, dude. It's okay. It's okay. Tekken, I'm sorry. It was definitely a super sure you can type thing. So, this is how bad I am at Street Fighter. But he does the wall thing that he's been killing me with the whole. He'll jump from one wall and then it's like this fast kick at you. So, I, before. Yeah. yeah. So the before the before we even had our match, I think it was when I was fighting someone else. I asked him to remind me how to do that super special Shoryuken, and he told me it was curve forward all three kicks. So it's come down. We're both at one tenth health. He does the kick thing, but I do the super Shoryuken, and I catch him mid air. It goes to the the the, the cut scene and everything. Fist to chin. It does the whole animation. Super special win. I, I beat Jarvis yeah. win the tournament in the game that he taught me how to play. And you should, you should have seen the look on Jarvis's face, man. I thought I lost a friend that day. He looked at me with such disbelief and disgust, man. It was like, really? Like, oh. That was my favorite moment. I'm sorry, Jarvis. I won a, 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 a energy drink with one of the Street Fighter people on it. It was like a Dragon Punch. I think it was the name of it. Okay. Yeah, it was And I won, like, a poster. And I won bragging rights that I beat Jarvis in a Street Fighter tournament. That's what I won. Okay. I want to let you know that the disgust that I felt, and I wish you could see my face right now, but the disgust that I felt was not targeted towards you. It was targeted towards myself. For doing a Jaguar dude <laughs> all the way across the screen against you with all your ultra. Knowing that you had that move on lock 
And when that happened, and I watched the animation, I sat there quietly, and a voice in my head was like, of course, of course that happened. What, what are you thinking? Why didn't you play as Makoto? What were you thinking? Go home and be a family man, Jarvis. Oh, right. You don't have a family to go back to. You just go back Everybody to your parents. And Jarvis is like, <laughs> man, oh my God. Yo, Xavius, <laughs> I have to ask you a question. Xavius, I have to ask you a question. Man, you hear him think, oh. man. He was just there like a statue. Did you? Okay, okay, but you, you, did you pop off? Was there was there a pop I off? I celebrated like. Did you run around? I celebrated like uh, Chad Johnson with the Cincinnati Bengals on his third touchdown. <laughs> I celebrated. I, I pulled like a permanent marker out my sock and signed his controller and then dropped his controller like a microphone. <laughs> it, was, it was bad. I celebrated hard. I did everything but like jump oh. on his back. Like, oh my God. I, I lived that moment. You can't take that from me. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, my day has been made brighter. And there's a reason I didn't hear this story. Now I know. <laughs> now I know that one of my one of my best friends, my, my fellow challenger, didn't tell me this story. <laughs> Congratulations. This was a good before the podcast story. Is what that was. <laughs> a good before the podcast story. Before, before, before we started, before we started recording, I was saving it. So we don't have it on digits. We got that story on digits now. Oh uh, man, I'm I'm really happy about that. I'm I'm glad that I, my misery makes you feel good. I'm glad that was your favorite moment. Maybe I'm just never gonna send you hey. questions early again. Maybe that's what that is. <laughs> No, I, I swear that was spur of the moment. You asked me what my favorite moment was, and you asked me your voice, and it triggered that memory. It was like, "Oh yeah!" All right, but I'm oh, sorry, Jarvis. I that's you, okay. That's sorry. okay. Okay. Seriously though, let's bring it back to something else. So you're a Tekken guy. Yeah. Well, what iteration of Tekken did you start with? Tekken two. Um, it was back when I was in middle wow. school, and I didn't even have like video games back then i went to play my friends video games so one of my friends named deandre he used to play tekken a lot and um he used to whoop me up pretty bad man so uh my my main wow, goal so, in life was so to beat him way back in the day Tekken for like since the beginning i never played tekken one but i started on tekken two and i've played every tekken since except for tekken seven well we'll, we'll get there we'll get there um who's your main who are, you, who are, you, who are the guys that you fight King is my favorite. Rah, gotcha. And yeah, but King isn't great for every situation. So, but King is my favorite character. I'll I'll pick him in the worst of situations. But when I know I need to pick Paul, I'll pick Paul. And if I right know, on, right on. King was my main Paul, in Street Fighter Cross yeah. Tekken. Rest in rest in peace, uh, Street Fighter Cross Tekken. But that's oh, that's awesome. Street Fighter Cross Tekken. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like that game, man. Nah, I, I, I like I like so. And, and let me tell you when when my passion got real for Tekken. So um, I'm from the I'm from the rough streets, man. <laughs> like I'm from the Bluff in Atlanta. It's off Simpson Road near Bankhead. You know the really rough part of Atlanta. And they used to have uh, a Chinese food restaurant up the street from my house or whatever. And I used to walk up there in the, in the Chinese food restaurant, and they had uh, what was it? They had Tekken Tag up there at the time, and it's like my high school days. They had Tekken Tag up there. Nice. And I used to uh, go up there and play the, the old heads up there, you know, the drug dealers and the and the dudes up to no good. They'd actually come in there and play video games with us, you know, teenagers, you know what I mean? And I used to get King, and I used to, like, 
Google or Google wasn't hot back then. I used to Yahoo how to do all King's moves or whatever. <laughs> and I learned this grapple. I learned this grapple combo. And when I go up to the um, Simpson Plaza arcade and I did the whole grapple combo, I'd have the whole Chinese food restaurant like, oh, he's still going. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, no, he's swinging him. Oh, boom. You know, it would just get everybody so live that this little teenager dude in here just grabbed you five, six, seven times and humiliated you. You know what I mean? That was just something I used to like. I used to feed off that energy, man. So it just made me get better and better and better. We start betting quarters and everything. We lay quarters on the actual uh, arcade, betting quarters on games and stuff. So that really honed my skills and got me, you know, pretty good at it. So, yeah, that's my tech and passion that's right there. Right there, nice. Yeah, man. So you're you're pretty stoked with the with Tekken Seven whenever that comes out. I haven't played it. I've seen a couple videos and I'm I'm pretty stoked about trying to play it too. But I played man. as uh, the dancing girl <laughs> and I played as the uh, female Miguel when I was in Japan. Yeah. Those one button combos are real. Like you can just press left punch and do like a five yeah, combo. Yeah, I didn't get to use my special. The good thing about playing Tekken seven in Japan is they actually have a training mode option. So you put your quarters in or your your yen coins. You put them in and you can either play the game, the arcade mode, or you can play like five minutes or five to ten minutes of training mode so i actually i think i put right. in like 20 so minutes of training and, and you can play you can bring up the command list and stuff yeah you can now i can't read japanese so you know there's that limitation uh, <laughs> so i pretty much sense. just i went in there and tested my limited knowledge of, of tekken and from what i played it yeah. seemed fun i think you'll enjoy it word I have to get more technical with it now, man, because my punish only technique is reaching a plateau and I must learn more uh I mean, if you play Tekken, you know what I'm talking about. You smash them to the ground, yes. when they hit the animation when their legs are in the air, you can hit them some more and smash them to the ground, but their animation is they can still be hit some more. Their back is on the ground, but their legs are in the air and all that stuff. I need to learn those combos yeah. more than the regular ten those and the punish only. And my yeah. own made-up combos. I make up combos, too. Like, I got an up knee with King, and I'll punch you three times and then grab you in the air and he'll slam you down or or grab your leg and twist it and yeah. fall down with it. It's just, yeah. it's not a high-damage combo, but it is a pretty uh, flashy combo that I made up myself. So, you know, it's... Yeah. I know in Tekken Tag Tournament 2 and in Tekken 6, the bound system where you smash them and then they kind of flail on the ground like a fish yeah, for like that's a, a couple tackle. while and then you can pick them, pick them back up. So that... I mean, yeah. those those are where you get a lot of damage if you can land those ridiculous uh, launchers or whatnot, or, or land a crumple stun, you know, counter hit. But in yeah. Tekken Seven, I read that they took most of them out. Mm-hmm. So getting those bound situations where you can kind of scoop them back up is going to be fewer and far between. It, it'll be different. It'll be different. So because I, I read that that, that whole that bound like has changed. Tekken I grew up on without those. You know what I mean? That's why I've learned Tekken with punishes, ten hits, and quick combos because I've never. That that stuff was new to me, man. Like, ah, oh. yeah. What's his name, Jarvis? Yeah, it was an interesting What's his name? game. The Devilish Challenger, Jermel. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah Shout out to him. Oh my God. We called him That's Devilish because first... he had that devil chin. Yeah. <laughs> That's my first encounter to a to a person who used that technique, and uh, like I've seen it online a couple times, but that was my first time playing somebody live with it, and we went. 
like 20 rounds before I finally, you know, like, I see how you play, bro. And then I started winning, beating him like every other round and then two rounds in a row sometimes. And yeah, he didn't like it too much. And he started complaining and saying, well, you know, I'm taking it easy on you. And I was like, bro, don't give me that. Don't take it easy on me. I'm pretty good, man. Like, I take you a while, but I read you now, man. Like, uh, you got some trouble on your hands. So, uh, that sounds like Jermel. And I don't think he'll listen to this podcast, but that does sound like something Jermel would say. (laughs) Yeah, you can listen. Hey, Jermel, you're listening. Hey, whenever you want it, bro. When Tekken 7 comes out, see me, bro. Like, come on, man. Or we can, I can go upload the PS3, and we can go back on Tekken Six, man. I can bring, I still got my PS3. We can do it, okay? I'll let him know. <laughs> wow. Yeah, we got to finish it. We have to make that happen. You're looking forward to Tekken Seven. Are there any other fighting games or any anything in fighting games that you're looking forward to besides that? You know. Can we make Can we make some stuff up? Make something up. Well, what you got? Man, so Marvel vs. Capcom was a game I fell in love with on the first one. The second one, not so much. The third one, oh my god. Like, well, the second one was cheesy because they had like combos that I didn't even understand, like how people even know how to do this. Um, the third one's a little bit more balanced, but I can never get into it like I wanted to. I want a Marvel versus Capcom that brings it back to the basics, man. And I know that's a lot saying coming from a Marvel versus Capcom game because it's an over-the-top game anyway, but I just feel like the first one was so flawless. Let's get back to that. That's a fighting game that I know would never happen, but if it did, my wish would be granted. But nah, man. Um, I'm waiting for a Tekken Cross Street Fighter. I don't even know if that's still a thing, man. It's on hiatus right now. I don't now. even know if it's that. Yeah. 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 I would love to see a Street Fighter in the Tekken world, man. I would love to see Ryu on Paul's playing field, you know? Well, on the plus side, we do Well, you know you're going to see Akuma. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, we will. We're going to see Akuma in Tekken 7. Yeah, he's in Tekken 7. Word. Kind of a proof of concept. I like the sound. Yeah. like the sound of that. The problem with Tekken Cross Street Fighter right now is Street Fighter 5 came out. Tekken 7 hasn't come out yet. They don't want to release Tekken Cross Street Fighter with the hype of 7 and 5 out. And King of Fighters 14 is coming out, too. Don't sleep on King of um, Fighters. So, that's the problem. I've slept on King of Fighters. I'm sorry. It's not my cup of tea. <sighs> okay. Yeah, so, that's all the King of Fighters fans out there, Jarvis. You. Uh, but, uh. <laughs> all the King of Fighters fans out there. You. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. I'm trying. Hey, man. You in South America. All of South America. So, yeah, okay, well, good. that's cool. You know, I, res- <laughs> I respect your hustle, sir. I respect your hustle. Let's talk about another aspect of you. Now, I know that you retired from the mic. Is that correct? You said I retired? Did you retire from I the mic? I would say uh, I didn't retire. I'm in school for music production right now, so uh, I'm in the shadows right now. Okay. I'm uh, definitely... Okay. Working behind the scenes, I'm definitely learning and, and and crafting my techniques. You know, like last month in March, I had a songwriting class, and I wrote this song called Deja Vu. I wrote this song; it's like a pop song, you know, and uh, it's pretty dope, man. I probably would never let the public hear it because I was trying to sing, 
but yeah, I, was, I tried to sing on it. I made, I produced the beat, you know, because I had a music arranging class. I had musical technique class, you know. I just, I'm just trying to hone my skills and stuff, you know. So mm-hmm. I'm not retired. Okay, I only bring that up because when we, when the USO, we also had like ciphers going on and stuff. So you were, you did your whole static thing. You have your album out. We'll probably post a link there so people can cop that if they want it. But I have your album. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. I still like it. Comes out okay. sometimes. It, it was it was it was it was pretty fresh, man. I've been there. Yeah, I got one of those. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, y'all I, both I stand commented. Behind, I stand behind it though. But it was it was how I felt at the time. You know, you evolve, you mature. I'm really ready to put out some music. Like I want to put my ideas out. You're the greatest artists, the greatest creators in the world are the ones that can seamlessly transmit their thoughts onto whatever art medium they want. So everybody can have good ideas. Everybody can have this image in their head, but the greatest of artists can put that on paper or put that on a canvas or put that on a song flawlessly. And I'm just learning how to craft that technique a little bit better. Mm -hmm. Just trying to make that a little bit more seamless, you know, because when my idea can start off back in the day, my idea can be like, I want to talk about feeding the hungry. But then when I finally lay it down, it just doesn't come off as ear friendly as I want it to. So I'm just trying to hone those techniques. You know what I mean? It's now I'm learning, man. I'm learning and I'm in the, I'm in the shadows right now. But when I come back, I'm going to be better than ever. Excellent. I like your, yeah. I like your drive and your commitment. And I know that, we were working on a track together. Looking forward to seeing what comes out of that. I wish I could have had that done by this podcast, man. I'm sorry. It's oh, all right, man. bro. It's okay. I know you're real busy with school and whatnot. But the the reason why I bring up your music is in relation to video games. Now, we've had a few people interviewed on the show. We talked to Tyler Krantz. You remember Tyler in the USO? Yeah, I remember him. The All-Star Challenger. We had him on the show. So he talked about his USO experience in relation to gaming and how that affected his gaming. So I want to ask you, since you have a unique perspective, has any aspect of fighting gaming bled over into your music life? Just any aspect at all? Uh, so I'm not going to say my life. I could, I could speak on the impact of music, period. Have you heard of an artist named Bryson Tiller? I have not. No. I have not. He has his song that you have to go listen to. It's called Sorry Not Sorry. And he samples the Guile theme from Street Fighter 2 Turbo. And you have to go. Mm. It's so dope. And when I first heard it, I'm like, yes, this is finally going mainstream. Because I got friends who do beats and, and all that. And they sample a lot of Street Fighter. The two most sample video game music ever is Street Fighter and Final Fantasy 7. Those are the most sampled video game music that I've ever heard from my friends and from other people's friends who said they make music out of video games. So, uh, but Bryson Tiller is like a mainstream artist and on his album, he has a song called Sorry Not Sorry and it obviously samples the Guile theme from Street Fighter 2, man. It's And even in the beginning, it's like, fight, like from Street Fighter. And it's like, Dun, 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 dun. It was it's so dope. When I first heard it, man, I turned my stereo up so loud. I'm like, this is so awesome. But yeah, man. Video game music inspires all artists and all of music everywhere. And Street Fighter is definitely the one of if not the one of the most influential video game music 
inspiration that people can pull from ever. I want to speak to yeah, that for sure. because DWE had a song called Street Fighter Rhythm, where he makes a lot of Street Fighter that references. That's a song. good track. The whole, the whole track. Yeah, the whole track is hilarious, and it's it's on point. I mean, it's a serious rap song, and it, he makes a bunch of Street Fighter Four references. Another UK artist by the name of Getz has a song called Salute Me, and he samples Saberwolf's theme from Killer Instinct. Word. So, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's really interesting to me. I notice a lot in British rap that they have a lot of Street Fighter and uh, Gears of War references in their songs. So we're, see- we're starting to see a lot more um, video game stuff in songs, not just guys saying stuff, your princess is in my castle or something like that. You know, you hear that a lot. <laughs> but we're seeing a lot more Street Fighter. I hear a lot of Mortal Kombat references in songs. It's because we're all nerds. We are all nerds we just wear a shell on the outside so it can seem tough but on the inside we're all nerds yeah that's that's the truth right there i was listening to an e40 song and the guy said my pedal to the metal gear solid and i was like wait 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 Snoop D-O-double-G. He says he likes Naruto. So, that's just saying. You know what? That's nerds. a mental image. That's that's a very happy mental image. I just like to see Snoop Dogg chilling in his crib watching <laughs> Naruto. Just sitting there like, yeah, Naruto, I know one day you're going to be the Hokage. I know it. That is I so dope. That is, that is dope, <laughs> I, man. I feel it. We're talking about rolling down the street. Yeah, oh my God, come on, man. All right, never mind. I'm not going to geek out. Go ahead. (laughs) But that's what this podcast (laughs) is for, to geek out. This is a geek out podcast. Now, uh, moving on from there, what are your favorite video game soundtracks? I know that you like Tekken. Is that on the top of your list? Not not even fighting game-wise. I don't like Tekken for the soundtrack, man. I don't like Tekken for the soundtrack. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to have my favorite right there. Sorry, Ivan. We, we agree. respect Tekken. I know I play Tekken. I'm a Tekken. I'm a Tekken player, but um, well, I used to be. But, but yeah, go go on ahead because oh, I agree with you on that point. Oh, okay. I thought you said you disagree. All right, cool. Yeah, we're on the same. No, page. no, 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 no. Awesome. I totally, totally on the same. We page. both totally. agree. We both agree yeah. with you. Tekken it, soundtrack it's not is memorable. Mm. It's not a memorable soundtrack. Street Fighter, like I said earlier, is top of the list. But none fighting games, if I could say that. It's definitely Final Fantasy, like the whole Final Fantasy genre, man. It's like they go hire the best musicians they can find, the best composers, man. We're talking about PlayStation 1 days, and they make such memorable and deep and dramatic and emotional, sensitive music, man, that just goes with the situation because the, the characters couldn't talk. You had to read a whole bunch of subscripts, but the music is what moved you to every situation, man. I just remember back in the day, man, I used to just be so deep on that. Because, like, uh, when Cloud went through it, you couldn't tell because they didn't have facial expressions. You know, it wasn't so sophisticated like it is today. So you read words and you heard music and you felt emotion. And that was big for that time, man. You know, it was it was very inspiring. So I definitely have to say Final Fantasy. When Final was, Fantasy VII in particular. When I was at Anime Central in Chicago, I actually went to a private hearing of Nobuo Umetsu. He's one of the composers yeah. of Final Fantasy. He actually came to America and helped direct and orchestrated 
thing in a room. It was amazing. I don't play Final Fantasy, but the music in that game is amazing. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah, it's, it's like, like you said, it's, it's like a necessity too because the characters can't emote. The technology they had back then and the graphics, just, you couldn't emote, you know? So the, the music had to do it for them. Yes. Yeah. And there wasn't actual voiceovers, man. So, you know, you had to read words. And you know how things can be lost in text messages. I can try to be as rude as I want <laughs> to you in text messages. But if I don't have enough exclamation points and emojis, you can read that and laugh, you know? So they had to get this point across with music and words. I don't know. It's... It's something that can be. I could be over exaggerating. I could just be like trying to blow this thing all the way up. But you know, it, I think that music was very important. I agree. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely an art form. I mean, your perspective is valued because you know, being into music and knowing a lot about music, just like Dreaded does as well. It's interesting to hear how you know mainstream wants to ignore video games, but they're coming in to every aspect of our lives. And music is important. Yeah. It's very important. Man, they try to make they try to make a video game movie with hardcore Henry. Video games is taking over, man. This is time. Comic books and video games, man. <laughs> finally, we're finally yeah. there. Finally there. Yeah. Although I'm not holding my breath on a Street Fighter movie that's any good. No, that's but never anyway, gonna happen. Anyway, let's continue. No, <laughs> not gonna happen. Hey, it's probably, it's probably the best time to try it though. They made Guardians of the Galaxy a good movie, and no one even heard of Guardians of the Galaxy, really. Or, I ain't gonna say nobody, but the casual comic bookers like me, I read your casual comic books, you know? I'm, I'm your casual hero nerd, but I've never heard of Guardians of the Galaxy or Star-Lord or Rocket or anybody like that. And for them to come out with a pretty amazing movie, I think they can go back and try... Street Fighter and Dragon Ball Z and even shoot for a Naruto uh, live action movie, man. They're they're doing or they already did. Uh, what was it? Attack on Titan. So uh, you know, I think it's a good time for movies right now. It's a good time for video games. It's a good time for movies. Okay. Yeah. This is a good segue. Let's talk about other gaming. And you talk a lot about Final Fantasy. I know you yeah. play. You play Tekken. You play Final Fantasy. Yeah. What else do you play? I mean. What upcoming games are you looking forward to? I know we talked about fighting games earlier, but just in general, gaming-wise. I'm pretty much a mainstreamer, man. I'm waiting on Uncharted 4. I'm waiting on Final Fantasy 15. Those are my big ones. Final Fantasy 7, a little bit longer now. You know they're making a remake of it, man. They're releasing the episodic, so it's going to come out like not one big long game, but like a patch at the time, man. I'm excited about a Final Fantasy VII remake. If you're any kind of a Final Fantasy fan, you understand how important a Final Fantasy VII remake is and how long we've been waiting on one, how many times we've been teased at one, and how mythical this unicorn they're giving us has been confirmed <laughs> giving us how important this is. But yeah, a Final Fantasy VII remake. I'm looking forward to a quick a few games, man. Right now, I went back to Witcher 3. That's what I'm playing right now. Uh, I'm, I'm going right. through that story. I was in Destiny pretty, pretty hard. But me and Destiny, uh, we're, we're separated right now. Uh, she's not <laughs> acting right. So, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm hey, telling you, gotta, pretty hard in-game stuff. Had a clan. We were going through raids. You know, we're going through Trials of Osiris. We went pretty hard, made it to light level 310, pretty up there. But, you know, there's those people with like four or five more extra hours in a day than you. 
and they just make it way past you and uh it ah, I don't know. Me and Destiny not getting along right now. But yeah, I was in a Destiny hard. I tried a division. I instantly regretted giving my money up for division. So uh yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm a gamer, man. I'm a gamer in all aspects, man. I play shooters, I play sports, I play adventures, I play RPGs. I was in an MMO really heavy when I was in middle school called Dark Ages. Like it was like a little sixteen bit MMO, but I was in that pretty tough too, man. Paid ten dollars a month to play that game. I'm your all arounder, man. I, I'm sorry. You asked me what I'm looking forward to, and I just went through a whole history lesson. <laughs> that's good. That's good. That's the information we need. Yeah, I'm a gamer. I'm a gamer through and through. Well, that's good to hear because uh, that's what we wanted on the show. Now, I know you're looking forward to Tekken 7, and oh, yeah. you're looking forward to that new Final Fantasy. Hopefully, it'll oh, be good. Yeah. Don't, yeah, it's going to be good. The episodic release things kind of made people upset, though. Yeah, nah, nah. I mean, not for me, because I'm not going to sit there and play 150 hours worth of Final Fantasy 7 back in the day. That was a long game, and it was on PlayStation 1 with four discs, and it was so long. And now you're going to make it bigger, longer cinematics, voiceovers, bigger explosions. You're going to Michael Bay this thing. It's going to be, <laughs> yeah, episode not that bad. All right. That's that a good perspective. A good That's a good perspective. Yo, Dreaded, what you got? What you got for uh, good old Xavius here, the nameless challenger? Well, I was just wondering, uh, have you been a, have you been keeping up with any kind of like esports scene, or is this something that you uh, that you look into at all? Man, uh, so there was one year I talked to Jarvis. I wanted him to go with me to uh, Vegas for the Evo Evolution. I wanted to go, man. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to go, but it's uh, coming up. The time was wrong. The time was wrong. I don't see. It's July, right? Don't it come out in July? I can yeah, check. Um, and I believe it. Yeah, it's coming up, and uh, the the registration's closing soon. I just looked up like the registration just for like Street Fighter Five alone is really ridiculous. It's like over like four thousand people. It's like oh yeah, just wow. such a huge convention of people. Think Record numbers of people in all games. It's just record breaking. I, I think do, it would just be I a fun environment. Want- Cause I I want to go convention, man. I want to convention. I want to dress up. My wife wants to go too, man. I we want to go and dress up as someone and do the. Con- I've never done it, man. As much as a gamer I, I I claim to be, I've never ever been to a video game convention. I've never been to a big Comic Con. Never been to Dragon Con. I haven't, man. And that's on my bucket list that I have to go to all of them. I recommend. Um, well, I hope I recommend uh, one day. Yeah, I would definitely recommend it. I mean, those conventions you meet all, all sorts of interesting people. It's just a, a live environment. You know, I was at Texas Showdown um, recently, and it that was fun. And and uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, going to an Evo is on my bucket list too. So so definitely, I think you definitely should. One day I'm gonna make it to an E3. I know it's like an E3. Boy, yeah, um, for sure. I mean, man, if you're into like everything, what better place than to go to than E3? But um, it's yeah, E3, I have to go, man. I want to be there when they say, and now, announcing PlayStation 5. You know, probably not going to happen, but uh, it'll be pretty cool that to be there. Be part <laughs> of history, that. yeah. 
Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, I definitely recommend it. I mean, just it's live events. It's, it's not. It's not the same as you know. You sitting home at online. It's definitely. It's definitely yeah. good to be live. Yeah, and you need a. But you need a crowd to go with, man. Jarvis, Ivan. We need to uh, <laughs> make, we'll make something. I heard you're down. I heard you're like uh, all convention down, Jarvis. What's up with that? I know you're supposed to be asking the questions, but here's my question for you, Jarvis. What up with you, like? Giving up on your conventions, man. I heard you was like on your last conventions. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, whoa. Did you just call him out like that? Okay. Context. Okay, angry. Go ahead. Context. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. When I said that <laughs> Akon, which we have two panels at, side note, and Anime Expo are my last two, it's because I'm single now and I don't have a girl next to me telling me to eat or sleep, so I'm probably going to die. That's what I meant. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. You can't do that. You know, that's so, what listen, we'll be at Akon hamming it up so bad. We will be at Akon hamming it up so bad we will both combust um, because our metabolism will, will explode. We'll be like the two valets at the end of a Key and Peele sketch. We'll just be like, the Akon is our chair, and we'll just disintegrate. That's what will happen. That'll be it. Hey, but yeah, like, yeah. Like, uh, like Angry said, we got two panels. We're going to have uh, Fighting Games 101. And uh, we're going to have like a, an intermediate with, where we talk about more advanced uh, fighting game topics at uh, Anime Convention in Dallas coming up June 6th. I'm not giving up conventions anytime soon. I've got new cosplays on the way. I'm going to be Thouser from Fist of the North Star. I'm going to be Mr. Karate from Art of Fighting and Kim Capuan from Fatal Fury. And me and Dreaded here are going to do a little collab on that. He's going to be Robert. So, of course, we'll be doing Baki. Yeah. Watch Baki. Read Baki. Oh, watch Baki. Watch Baki. Yeah. So, yeah. Now, I'll never be yeah. convention now. And I mean, if, I'm, if I'm ever in South Carolina or there's a convention going on there, if you hear about something, I'm home. I will definitely do that with you, man. Word, man. You got to. Come see me. I we got to do it. Because I mean, I'm going to Dallas. I would love to go out there in June. But you know how the military. Jarvis, you know how the military life is, man. Yes. Like, yes. in June, we're yes. going to the yes. field. So, there is no way I can write for leave. And they're going to be like, no, we're going to the field in June. You can't go anywhere in June. You know, so I can't go yeah. when I want to go because yeah. things be coming. Oh, my God. But I have a year left. Then I'll be all civilized and <laughs> I can go freely to any convention <laughs> of my choosing. So 2017. Yeah, we've all been through that year. transition. Yeah. Oh, you used to be military too, Dreaded? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um yeah, I got out in uh, in '09, and then I was out. I was out in Afghanistan, and like angry as a civilian. But yeah, I was in. I was in, and I got out in '09. It's a it's a jump. You're like, oh man, what am I getting into? Getting back into the real world, getting on the outside. But it's like you know, you like really appreciate the military and what it gives for you, and and that the opportunities it gives you and everything. But then um, if people are like, wait, would you go back in? I'd be like, nah, nah. That's cool. Like I, mean, I like I working like out on my own time. time. And, yeah. Do your time and, yeah. and, and learn from it and, and give your time to the country, you know, and, and do your duty. And for some people, it matures you, makes you better of a man. You see the world, you learn, you, you, you get some discipline, you get some structure, you know, and it's it's a great organization, man. But after you do your time, every you know, everybody's not a 20-year, so uh, yeah, I'm ready to be out there and be so, a true gamer and let nothing hold yeah. me back. I want to spread my <laughs> wings. <laughs> Yeah, and and and, and, and the awesome into the gamer I really want to be. Right on, right on. Well, hey man, best of luck with your transition. 
think for all the time that you, that you put in. I'm so glad right. that you know we were able to connect to you through uh, through the you know the new challengers and again not possible without the USO. So best of luck with you and your music, your gaming, and, and your career after that. Hey man, we gotta do this again. Now we're not yeah, we're done yet. Sure. We're not done yet. We still got a we still got something no, no, no. I want to talk about to close it out. Yes, but yeah, let's like it. let's do it. Like Dreader was saying, we appreciate you coming on the show. We definitely want to have more soldiers on the show because the focus of what we're doing is for the troops and shout out to the USO, you know, support the USO with your time, your money, whatever you got, because they do a lot of great things. And I wouldn't know Xavius without the USO. I wouldn't know Dreaded without the USO. The new challengers wouldn't be here. This podcast wouldn't be happening. So much appreciated on that end of the spectrum. Definitely great to be here with the both of you. Um, We got KOF 14 coming out. They announced all the characters. I'm excited about that. There's a DLC leak list that's out, and Yamazaki is on there. Blue Mary is on there, and uh, Vanessa. Ramon is in the game, so I'm excited about that as well. Ramon's already in there. I hope it's true. I hope it's true, although I'd like to see some more, a little bit more variety. But, you know, with that many characters, it's hard to complain. Yeah. Uh, Evo's no, coming up. Yamazaki. Yeah, I'm a yes. huge fan of Yamazaki. Evo's coming up in July, July 15th. To the 17th. If I had another week off, I would go, but I'm actually going to be heading back to work around that time. So, we'll see how that plays out. Such is the life. Yeah. Evo's going to be big this year. The game lineup that I see thus far, we got Street Fighter V, Super Smash Bros., Wii U, Killer Instinct, Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3, Pokken Tournament, Mortal Kombat X, Super Smash Bros. Melee, Guilty Gear, Zerd, and Tekken 7. All the main it's on games. the list. What's up with that pocket turn? No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, real talk. On our last podcast, we had Chris G, and he had a lot to say Word. about pocket tournament. Yeah, he spit some Word. real truth. I, I heard it's pocket the Tekken engine, and that's why they call it pocket. We've all been waiting on a Pokemon to get like when I was in middle school and Pokemon Stadium came out. I was so wishing, why can't I run around this stage and do the attacks when I want to do it? Why is it turn-based and all this stuff? You were, you this were is the game that like we all was. wanted. Yeah. I, was in I mean, disappointed yeah. is a strong word, but uh, underwhelmed, I think, is a better <laughs> word. So, okay, uh, okay. Was, Maybe uh, it was just me. Yeah. <laughs> nah, man. I, I, man. Shout out to Pocket, man. Go ahead and do your thing. I'm just <laughs> mad. I, I really wish it was for the first original 150 i'd even take the the second season of pokemon like the 250 you know what i mean i even take them but it's it, it's it, it's got beyond ridiculous for me but you know hey shout out to the uh you know the people who made it the developers Ampo. and stuff like that yeah, Do you think, just know that it's a decade late but okay. <laughs> yeah harada no man shout out to harada once again i want to reiterate and i will have this podcast up before June. Akon is coming up. Dreaded and I will both be in Dallas at Akon. So if anybody's listening to this podcast, if we've somehow blown up to the point where we have fans, we will be at Akon. <laughs> uh, we'll be uh, hamming up as Ken Peel and hosting both of our panels, as mentioned before. Hadoken and Knockout. So come come there. Donkey might be there. That's cool. He's a pretty big name. Yes, yes. And he was at our last po- uh, last last panel at Acon, and he said uh, he said he liked it, so that's good. Hopefully, in the future, before Acon, we can do another fitness 
related podcast because uh yeah we need we, to do that we'll be there with our cosfit crew uh so uh xavius we actually have a group on facebook of guys and, and girls that are into fitness and cosplay and we all trade like which favorite anime to bench to kind of deal so that's yeah. cool. <laughs> that's dope so, that is dope yeah, that's the thing Trying to what get that anime character do you want to get ripped like? Jack Hanma. Yeah. Jack. Definitely. Yeah, Jack. Jack I, swear, I swear I saw Jack Hanma in the gym the other day. He was pounding those steroids, man. <laughs> That's going to be the life. So I want to run yeah. it back again. Support the USO. Support the troops. Because we've just heard Xavius, the nameless challenger's story. And I got to say... That's some good information you gave us today, man. This is interesting. I'm not saying that I didn't expect you to be interesting, but I'm going to say that you have definitely blown my expectations out of the water. Hey, thanks, man. Thanks for having me. Thanks for giving me this opportunity to share my story, man. So you don't get a lot of uh, opportunities to, uh, what I say, geek out. I don't get an opportunity to geek out much and share my life story, like, besides to my wife and kids. You know, I tell my kids, like, hey, when I was little, I used to play Tekken all the time, and they're like, what's Tekken? So, you know, thanks for the opportunity, man. <laughs> no problem, well, it's been man. our pleasure. Yeah, and best of luck with everything going forward. Appreciate it. As we do, my man, Dreaded, would you like to close the show out with our Until motto? Until the next challenge! Yeah, shout out to Dynamite Challenge for that. Have a great day, everybody, and thanks for coming on the show, Xavier.